This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. we got to talk about Washington State. State of emergency for our neighbors just to the south. Six people now confirmed dead of COVID-19. Um, this seems to be escalating quickly. And when there's a state of emergency declared anywhere in the United States, it's of note. And when it's right to the south of us, uh, it's very much grabbing the attention of those in and around the Lower Mainland and in Southern British Columbia, certainly, uh, for those living right on the border. I mean, it's it's something that is part of our regular day. We hop across the border to buy some milk and chicken, or we go and pick, get some gas, or, or you, you're heading to your Trader Joe's. What are you doing? You're just going to go down and do a little shopping. You're going to Bellis Fair. You go to Bellingham. You hang out. Uh, those perhaps aren't as frequent now that there are fears about Washington State, uh, erring on the side of caution, perhaps, or are you concerned at what might be going on at the border? It, it could get a little bit messy coming to and from Washington State, or is that just blowing it all out of proportion? That was pretty much our morning meeting conversation in a nutshell, which is why we uh, picked up the phone and we called Len Saunders, who is an immigration lawyer based in Blaine, Washington. You've heard him here on the program before, and uh, it's great to connect once again. Len, thanks for doing this. No problem. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, we've talked with you about, um, you know, what you declare at the border with regard to cannabis use. Uh, you and I were you were in studio with one of your clients uh, regarding carrying even CBD oil supplements across the border. It's a can be a tenuous time to come to and from the United States. And now with what's happening in Washington State with regard to the COVID nineteen virus, what should we know? Well, what you should know is if you are either a, a U.S. citizen or a U.S. permanent resident, this does not affect you traveling back to the U.S. But for your average Canadian, this could affect you if you've traveled to one of these countries, which now is on this travel ban for entering the U.S. Can you explain the travel ban right now? Well, so what the Americans have done, they first started with China, mm-hmm. um, or at least individuals who've been to China in early February, so just a, a month ago, and they basically said if you've been within the last 14 days in China, uh, you are not admissible to the United States unless you are a U.S. citizen or permanent resident. And at the time, I actually had a client, American citizen in Seattle, his Chinese-Canadian wife was visiting China. And he wondered if she landed in Vancouver, could she come through the land border? And I said she could try, but if they found out by looking at her Canadian passport that she'd been to China within the last 14 days, she would be denied entry. So that's a good example of someone who would be deemed inadmissible just for a temporary period of time. Right, so then it would be a 14-day hold on on her uh, access to the U.S.? Exactly. And, you know, what I suspected when the Americans stopped allowing uh, individuals to fly from China into the U.S., I suspected that a lot of people would just use Vancouver as kind of a stopping off point. I actually haven't heard anyone being denied entry because I think most people have heard in the news that they could be. And so they're staying away from the border until they're over that 14 day period. Now, I do want your uh, take on, or, or if you don't mind, taking the temperature in Washington State with this uh, declaration of a state of emergency and what seems like minute-to-minute updates coming out of uh, the Seattle newsrooms. Um, what are you hearing there? Well, you know, I just saw that. There's now six people who've been confirmed 
uh, who've died in Washington state of the coronavirus. So my concern would be for the Canadians, you know, people going into Canada, you know, it, it almost seemed like it's reversed itself from the Americans being concerned of foreigners coming into this country. I'd be more concerned if I was a Canadian border officer having Americans going north when you see these, you know, these numbers increasing dramatically just within one day. Right, and a state of emergency being declared. It, it is ramping up everybody's anxiety levels. And to that end, if you just pause with me for a second, Len, because I want to open up the phone lines uh, so Ben can uh, get some people on the phone board here, because I want to ask about the hot question of the day. This all ties in together. Uh, after sort of pictures circulated over the weekend showing panic shoppers here in British Columbia, stockpiling supplies triggered by COVID-19, fears. We're asking about your level of concern. Are you very concerned, somewhat concerned, not concerned at all or other? I've left that open and there are some comments that I'll read back off there. But if you want to comment on this, give us a call 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 hands-free on your cell phone uh, to talk through the the level of concern because we're, we're being very cautious in terms of speaking about the facts that we know to be true. But Len, I wanted to talk to you because how much need be said at the border, um, as you're saying, like maybe it's the Canadian government that should be looking toward the the people coming up from Washington state fleeing a state of emergency. Uh, But that needs to be national declarations and, and, and huge political declarations, not a decision made at the border. Absolutely. So people coming north, people going south, it's not a health, health regulations don't come into play, I guess that's my question. Well, what my, my concern is, like my live, livelihood depends upon people crossing over the border, whether it's on green cards, work permits, waivers. If these borders end up getting shut down because of concerns on either side of coronavirus, it won't just be me as an immigration lawyer. It's going to affect cross-border trade, whether it's Americans going up to Whistler, spending their money skiing every weekend, or Canadians coming to Washington State to buy gas, to get groceries, to get their packages. So for me, it will be almost eerily similar to 9-11. But at least with 9-11, you knew there was an end to the temporary shutdown of the border. This could go for days, weeks, or months. Who knows? This is kind of new territory in my mind. Now, you're located in Blaine. Your business is in Blaine, Washington. So you would see uh, an increase or decrease in traffic uh, crossing to and from. Have you seen anything noticeable? Well, I just went up north. So I went up to White Rock about an hour and a half ago and came back about half an hour ago. So I'm crossing the border frequently. The borders were very quiet today. Mm. I think a lot of people are staying away, whether it's coming south or going north, until they get some kind of clarity on what's going on. Going north, I wasn't asked any questions about coronavirus. Now, I did come through the nexus lane, and I'm a dual citizen, so I can't be denied. But the same thing south, there was no question. So I don't know if they're asking everybody or nobody. It's one of those issues nobody will know until you start hearing you know, cases of denied entries. Right. But I think a lot of people are avoiding uh, crossing. And with this recent state of emergency in this state, if I was a Canadian living in the lower mainland, I think I'd think second about coming down to Washington State. You know what? I've got Norma on the phone line. She lives in uh, South Surrey. Uh, Norma, welcome to the show. 
Well, thank you very much. I just had a couple of questions. It's, I just was driving home and heard this on the on your station, and I went, what? I'm uh, flying out of Bellingham tomorrow to Palm Springs. <laughs> and I'm going, well, so being a state of emergency, does that, in, does that mean that I can't uh, go across the border, or does that mean that my... Um, you know, my health insurance would be not covered me in the States. That's a biggie, or I'm not quite sure what the ramifications of this is. Len, can you help Norm out on that? Absolutely. So as I just said, the borders are open. Everything is still flowing back and forth. It is very quiet. Even though there's a state of emergency in Washington State, you have to remember that the borders are the federal government. So unless the federal government shuts down the borders, which I don't think they're going to, unless this becomes you know, more of a pandemic like over in China, you're right. still going to see people crossing back and forth. But who knows, if you go down to Bomb Springs and the border shuts down, you may not be able to go back north up to Canada. Who knows? Does that answer your question, Norma? <laughs> yes, it does. Okay, thank you very much. Have, tra- have travel insurance. And coming up later in the show, we're going to connect with uh, Claire Newell of Travel Best Pets and talk exactly about that. When you're traveling to a destination, regardless of where it is, you have to be prepared that you could be locked down anywhere because we're seeing uh, places and spaces shut down in Seattle, actually. You just heard it on Terry Shintz's news. Um, there's a sky rise uh, Uh, in downtown Seattle, and there is a school there as well, both being shut down uh, and then will be cleared out. So we saw that with the the Diamond Princess in Yokohama, Japan, that that was held in quarantine for ages and ages. Like, this is an ever-evolving situation. So, Len, I really appreciate you uh, lending us some of your insight here, and certainly uh, good to know that any happenings at the border are really a a federal issue and, and would be the next level of, of concern when a state of emergency is called in Washington state is that is everybody's on high alert, right? Exactly. And I'll keep you up to date. You know, if I hear more developments over the next few days at the ports here. Would appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Jody. Have a great day. And you too. That is Len Saunders, immigration lawyer based in Blaine, Washington.